Hi, my name is David Burka. My name is Neil Patrick Harris. And you are listening to Beyond the Plate with Kathy. Hey everyone, this is Cappy, and you're listening to Just the Plate, a production of Beyond the Plate. Just the Plate is a short segment where chefs describe a recipe or a dish that is meaningful to them. Now, being that we usually have a chef-driven season of this podcast, this is a little easier to accomplish because the chef shares a recipe that they make for their family or for their kids, or it could be one in a cookbook or on their menu in the restaurant. But being this is a celebrity season, it's kind of a a special case here. Some of these guests still do have books. Some are involved in restaurants and many of them still do cook at home. So you're just going to have to wait to find out to see what they come up with. But there are some really special recipes that you'll be hearing throughout the season. I've actually cooked most of our dishes from our Just the Plate episodes. And we've been receiving messages from people who have also made them at home. For example, quite a few people have cooked Rachel Ray's carbonara pasta. If you missed that, check out Season 1, Episode 2. Another one, Chef Tim Love from Season 2. He cooked a fresh pasta primavera dish with vegetables from his garden at home in Texas. And he actually shared the recipe that he had just made the night before for his kids and his wife, his whole family. Anyhow, last week in Episode 1, we heard from Neil Patrick Harris and his husband, Chef David Burka. So for this week, David's actually taking the mic. David's a chef, as I just said. He's actually an award-winning actor turned Le Cordon Bleu trained chef. He has a cookbook coming out very soon in April called Life is a Party. This book is going to showcase his expertise in entertaining and preparing delicious recipes and celebrating a variety of occasions with guests. And last week, we actually talked about what makes someone the life of a party, which was a fun question. Actually, it was a fun answer. His book has over 100 recipes. There's different creative party themes he shares. There's 250 photos, which... I will tell you from experience, is a lot of photos for a book. He has playlists. He has planning tips. Think of this as a guide for a home cook that likes to entertain. Anyhow, it's available for pre-order now, so go and check that out. And one more thing, sorry to get long here. David and Neil are the hosts of the Burger Bash at the 18th Annual Food Network and Cooking Channel South Beach Wine and Food Festival, which is held very soon. Uh, Friday, February 22nd is the Burger Bash. Tickets are on sale now for the festival and all of the events at sobewff.org. That's S-O-B-E-W-F-F.org. So in last week's episode, we talked about things like David and Neil's favorite spots to eat in New York. Currently, we talk about their twins and some of their eating habits and how those two choose to give back, meaning David and Neil and their twins, actually, how they all choose to give back and more. So if you missed last week's episode with Neil Patrick Harris and David Burka, please be sure to check that out. But for now, the task at hand are just the plate episode. David chooses a recipe called chicken tot pie, not to be confused with chicken pot pie. His son actually came up with the title for this recipe, as you'll hear. He says it's a perfect wintertime dish, so we should all get on it. Like now, it's basically a chicken pot pie topped with tater tots, or as some would say, pretty genius. He gives some great tips along the way, including timing for the dish, which is always a question that I most often get from people in terms of cooking a big meal. It's pretty neat to hear and how he goes about making the dish, but if you're looking for the exact recipe, well, you'll just have to go online and pre-order that cookbook. All right, I'll stop talking. This is Just the Plate. Hi, how you doing? Oh, I'm, uh, yeah, 
<laughs> You're in route somewhere? I'm in route up to my house. Yes. Uh, I was just buying some Valentine's gifts for the children. And now I am just some little odds and ends for them to keep busy tomorrow morning at breakfast. And now I am uptown because I have people coming in from LA and I got to start dinner. And I decided, I decided to call and feed duck this morning. I, oh, I call duck. That sounds so good though. <laughs> that sounds delicious. I uh, have this dish in my book called chicken pot pie and it's a cake on chicken pot pie. But my son actually came up with the title because I make it not with a pastry crust. I make it with, with tater tots. Oh. And it's one of those sort of uh, dishes in the, in the winter that it's warm and cozy and it's super, it's not, it's not difficult. You can throw it together on a weeknight and the kids absolutely, absolutely devour it. So it's, it's a lot of fun and, and, and my kids love it. And, and the fact that my son came up with the, with the name chicken tot pie is, you know, even better. So, you know, I get, I get some chicken breasts with the bone on and the skin on. And I, I actually take, I submerge those in cold water and I have the fat come up to a boil and I sort of poach the chicken uh, for uh, 20 minutes, more, so more or less. And I end up uh, skimming all of the fat off of that and as, as we go, because foams it sides and, and you got to get all the fat because you're going to be using that sort of stock later in, in the dish. And so while, while that's happening, you know, I've preheated the oven at that point and I, Oh, there's a giant rarely right here by the, by the, they're chanting. Hmm. Look at that. I'm, I'm in a car. I'm yep. in a car headed home. So that's, <laughs> that's what's going on. Um, so, so, um, so I take, I actually t- take water and chicken stock and I end up uh, poaching the chicken in that with the skin and uh, about two pounds of the chicken um, and about four cups of chicken stock. And, and then I take about one pound or, you know, about, about four cups or half a bag of uh, the, the tater tots. And I actually crisp them up, but not fully crisp them up. Um, because later when we put them on top, uh, it'll get even more crispy, sort of like when you make French fries and you have to double, double fry them. It's sort of the same thing. So in the meantime, you know, I end up taking those out and those sort of cool. And, and as the chicken comes to about 20 minutes, I end up setting it aside and then I shred that chicken with two forks. So it's nice and shredded and I end up keeping the stock and the chicken flavor in that. And I bring that down, uh, to, you know, about two cups, about half a, you know, two cups for, for the stock. And then while that is happening, I, you know, I've gotten my carrots and my shallots and my celery, and, um, I've, I've gotten that into bite-sized pieces and I take a, a, a bunch of butter and I, I saute the shallots and the carrots and the celery. So it's a nice, uh, al dente, you know, not to the point of mushy, but you, you want to caramelize them, but you just want to get them soft. And so then, um, after that, I add in the stock and I add in some cream and let that cook down. Um, and then I add a bunch of thyme leaves and uh, I season with salt and pepper and, and let that come down to sort of a, uh, you know, a gravy, you know, the consistency of chicken pot pie and how that is. Um, and so I add some salt and pepper and I also add some hot sauce for mm. a little heat at the end of, of the, of the dish. And, and then I transfer 
that from this from the pan into a nine by twelve baking uh, dish, and then on top I put the tater tots within a line, just you know, touching in rows, and then I cooked that for about twenty to twenty five minutes or until the uh, the chicken pot pie consistency is bubbling over, and uh, it's all nice and the and the tater tots are nice and crispy, but the but the inside of the the chicken and the carrots and the celery is all nice and um, nice and uh, uh, mushy and, and gooey and warm. Oh oh, in that I forgot the peas. Within when when I transfer the um, stock when I transfer the chicken mixture into the pan, I add frozen peas because you don't ever want to put the frozen peas in uh, while you're cooking because they tend to get, if you're cooking it again in the oven, they're going to get brown. So you add those frozen in with the the chicken mixture with the chicken and the carrots and the celery. And then you let that go for 25, 25 minutes and then you take it out and you let it stand for about five minutes before eating. And, uh, and there, boom, there's, there's dinner Tuesday night. Look at that. Coming to my kitchen soon. How's that? <laughs> was that was that clear? Yeah. Was that clear? No, I love it. And okay, by the way, great. people have to go out and buy your book to get that and more of the recipes because if there's more like that, I'm 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 game. Oh nice. Good. 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 So I have a couple of questions, only because literally as we were talking, someone had commented on yours and Neil's episode and said, This is random. I listened to episode one and it's so far my favorite season. I like the personal touches. The oh, kids nice. mentioned the talk about how they got their kids eating sophisticated food, what they grew up eating. I like these, the personal life chit chat. So I have two questions. One, you mentioned hot sauce. Do your kids like spice or is it more just a little zip of flavor for this dish? You know, it's a real, the, the hot sauce in the dish is just a, a little at the back end. Okay. It's really for more of a depth of flavor. They're not really big spicy people, although they do like wasabi hmm. with sushi, like big fatty tuna. Yeah. Uh, they love putting wasabi on it. And, and they, they tend to like the wasabi as opposed to like a hot sauce or a salsa or a jalapeno. Um, we tend to do, you know, if we're making guacamole, we do really light jalapeno or we take the seeds out, but they're not there yet. Uh, I, I think that was one of the mistakes that I didn't start introducing spicy foods to them as a kid. Because I know that, you know, Latin America and, and Thai flavors and Indian, you know, they all have really spicy food. And, and I know kids that eat, kids who eat that kind of culture of food, they're used to spice. And it's just what you can get your kids acclimated towards at a young age. Yeah, it's interesting because yeah. I, I love spice, but wasabi for some reason like nails me i mean i could take it but it like really nails me more so than certain hot sauces so that's interesting but i know from yeah they're not putting it on a lean fish like a salmon or something. yeah it, it, it has to be a really fatty it cuts it a little fatty fish to sort of cut the the, the heat but I'm, I'm in, they're adventurous i mean my son especially it, it's like he takes the wasabi challenge he just <laughs> actually wrote a, a short story in school about his, the first time he put a giant glob of wasabi no. on his sushi. Wait. That's what he's writing about. I, could, I couldn't be more proud. <laughs> My second and last question, do your kids help you with this dish in the kitchen? Because when you were mentioning topping with tater tots, I, I, I envisioned them on a stool, like helping place the tater tots. Do they help with this dish or not necessarily? This, yes. They, especially Gideon. He's sort of, you know, taken this dish to be his. Uh, in fact, we did a school 
a recipe book for his teachers last year. And we were supposed to give a recipe and, and take pictures of us making the dish for the teachers. And, you know, he, he loves not only stirring in the chicken or shredding the chicken, but, all, you know, uh, sauteing the vegetables and pouring in the cream. And then he really gets a kick out of, you know, making the, the perfect lines of tater tots yeah. onto the baking dish. I love it. So he's really taking it on to be his dish. And I mean, I mean it's, it's one of my lowbrow recipes in the book. I have a lot of more sophisticated stuff, but, you know, as a family, I think it, 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 we could all relate to chicken pot pie. And yeah. I, a lot of us grew up on tater tots. So, you know, tater tots was a staple in my food in the Midwest, in my kitchen in the Midwest. It, it's a nice combination. It's a nice uh, way to bring the two together. I love it. I was, I was actually just, uh, I was talking to Rachel about a recipe we're doing in Austin soon, and it's a breakfast taco and we're putting tater tots on top of the breakfast taco. So oh, on the right track. I love it. You know, my dad has, my, my dad does these books for me every Christmas with recipes and pictures of uh, us growing up. One year was dedicated just to tater tots, (laughs) tater tot nachos, tater tater tot, tater tot, uh, in everything on, on hamburgers, tater tot, you know, it was, it was tater tot scrambles, tater tater tot casseroles. It, It was a big thing. See, I was going to let you go because I know you're on your way home and you have a lot to do, including more entertaining tonight. So Yes, I'm entertaining tonight. Of course, I have friends coming over. Neil's going to see a, a Broadway show and uh, I have some friends from Los Angeles over and I decided to make duck confit, you know, curing the duck. And now I've got to go put it in the oven so I can add eight cups of duck fat on it. <laughs> 16 duck legs and your average to Wednesday. Yeah. Well, you now I'm, I'm starving. It's, it's time for me to head to lunch. But David, again, thank you yeah. for the time. I appreciate this. This recipe really does sound delicious and I'm really going to make it because I know my wife will be a fan. Oh, uh, well, great. Yeah, get it, get it in the book and it's it's one of the hundred and some recipes that you can you can make as well. Awesome. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. Hey, my pleasure. All the best. All right. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Find more on David Burka by Googling David Burka. No, I'm kidding. On Instagram at dbelicious, D-B-E-L-I-C-I-O-U-S. And on Twitter at David Burka. This episode is produced by myself along with Ian Cohen and Joel Yeaton. Find me and keep up to date with this podcast across all social media platforms at On Kathy's Plate or go to beyondtheplatepodcast.com. Beyond the Plate is on Twitter at BT Plate Podcast and Facebook. Please rate, review, and or subscribe to this podcast on your listening site of choice. Thank you for listening to Just the Plate, a production of Beyond the Plate. I'm Cappy.